Watch if you want to, you can slap Spiegelman's behind. L-W-A-F-L-M-N-O-Y-T on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny. Mutiny! It's pronounced Mutiny. Mutiny! It's, it's pronounced Mutiny. Mutiny! Oh, my turn-offs are guys who say Mutiny. Mutiny? Well, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman, oh, Mike Spiegelman, oh, Mike Spiegelman, oh, Mike Spiegelman, hey, Mike Spiegelman, 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 Hey, Mike. I'm glad to be here once again. Full-length movie coming up. Except it's two full-length movies. Oh, my God. Oh, you're kidding me. Gosh, we have a really big show, a really exciting show. And what better way to kick it off than our pal from uh, the show before us on Unity Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up. Distinguished guest, please give it up for Paul Brumbaugh. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good to be here. Well, we're glad you're here. Uh, Paul does the show. We we air first on mutinyradio.fm. That says just go type that in. It's this internet streaming radio station. We do live shows as well, and uh, we socially distance. And uh, despite the photos, we all wear masks. So come on by. But you can listen to Paul's show, The Edge of Insanity, and our show on a Sunday afternoon. Paul starts at noon Pacific Standard Time. That's uh, 3 p.m. East Coast time. And let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube, a.k.a. LWAFLMYC. Good we stream first every Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. And <laughs> you can find Pacific. Yeah, specifically. Uh, and you can find our podcast, which drops later on Sunday, by its acronym, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-C. And we want you to also support Mutiny Radio. They're yes. awesome. Uh, wear a mask. So give uh, a shout-out by going to Venmo. Donate what you can at Mutiny Radio. Carl, what are the movies today? Right. We're going to watch two movies today, and Montclair High School ties them together. We're going to watch The Battle of the Bullies, also called Revenge of the Nerd, 1983. And we're also all going to watch What If I'm Gay, 1987. Uh-huh. These are after-school oh, right. specials. We're going to love them. So these are like an hour-long specials, right? These are the yeah. ones that CBS used to play? It's like 45 minutes, yeah, because of commercials. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. they're good. And the commercials. Yeah. All right, well, we're very excited. Carl and I, full disclosure, went to Montclair High School in Montclair, New Jersey. Bingo. And I remember uh, these movies when they came out and when they were shot. And, and we actually have one of the talent uh, coming by for the second show. So mm-hmm. stay tuned for that. It's very exciting. I'm thrilled it'll be there. So what is our first movie? Okay, let's go to YouTube. And I'm sorry this is so long. You put in Battle of the Bullies, a.k.a. Revenge right. of the Nerd, 1983. I'm sorry that's so long. Battle of the Bullies, a.k.a. and has the periods, A.K. Revenge of the Nerd, 1983. Okay, so this is Revenge of the Singular Nerd. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not correct. And that's probably why it's called Battle of the Bullies, a.k.a. Revenge of the Nerd. Because they that's don't want right. fucking nerd readers on their ass. This was released one year before Revenge of the Nerds came out. And when it came out, they said, uh-oh, we're in trouble. We didn't copyright this. And- right. Battle of the Bullies, which was, it's not. It's not. He battles the bullies. Anyway, we'll see. That's what you put in your YouTube search engine. All right. And who's hosting it again? Which uh, subscriber? Yeah, we want Frank West. Am I right? All right. Uh, Sounds good. The publisher is Frank West. That's his channel. Cue it up. Slide it back to 000. Hit pause. and Hit pause. 
you listen to that, Carl. Ladies and gentlemen, and then we wanted you to listen to Paul Brumbach, the Countdown King himself. He's going to do the countdown for you. And when he says go, pick play. All right, here you go, guys. You know the drill. Let's do it in true Battle of the Bullies style. Get that fingering over the hovering triangle, and let's do this thing in three, two, one, go. Okay, LCA, a new world company. I feel like a star. <laughs> I see the star. It's I, give it, I, I give it a gold star. <laughs> Oh no, look, it looks like another brick in the wall. <laughs> that is what it looks like. We don't need no. Oh, I know the nerd. Uh huh. Don't I? Oh shit, it's Harry. That's Montclair High School you're looking at. This is, and there's snow on the ground. Oh, uh, tree hates you. Can you guys point out which, like, lockers or garbage cans they might have stuffed you in as a nerd? <laughs> Every single one. <laughs> that guy you saw, his name is Manny Jacobs, and maybe you saw him in Manhattan Project? Yeah, that's what it was. There you go. He, he was supposed to return to I'm sorry. What we're doing now is learning that he is, like, a weakling. He gets good grades. He, you know, nerd. Is this a Montclair High gym? Yes, literally. Although I don't recognize those machines. <laughs> Must have been a different era. <laughs> now, this came out ah. in 83. I was there in 81 and 82. And that looks, okay. that equipment's pretty conducive to what I was using in high school. That's a total universal. Now, look, the director made everyone stop. And gawk at him because he likes he put it on the lowest weight and he couldn't couldn't budget. Right? Yeah. Now but we I have think... a scene which is more appropriate for what if I'm gay. Our next after school special. <laughs> <laughs> it's wrestling. Oh, Ken K. K. Watts is he's a famous director. He is, he's and this kid. was his debut. You didn't have to rewind to show it us. Oh, wait. <laughs> I thought he was doing the moonwalk. Yeah. I like these socially distant circles that they wrestle in. Yeah, it's smart for our today's day and age. This guy did the sisterhood of the traveling pants. That's the director we're watching. Oh, and I just made a sisterhood of the traveling pants here because I nearly crapped my pants. Watch sister. how he gets squirted on the other side. <laughs> His whole that, shirt is nerd. That's high quality special effects there. Now we're meeting best friends. Uh, now we're meeting love interest. So this this is a tight script, right? There's no no breath. They just go right into it. Yeah. It this this the guy who wrote this script was in NYU's Tisch School of the Arts at the time. He was like 20-something, 20 22. And um, he, you know, this was his debut premiere. This guy was in Bad News Bears, This his, his best friend. Really? Mm-hmm. Was he on the other team? <laughs> no, he was the little blonde-haired one who was like, stick it up your ass! You know, the, the oh, yellow. Yeah. He's the only one Oh, yeah. no, not from the original, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, not um, that, was, that was, that was, oh, don't even say his name, the character name. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I think Tanner. 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 Let's see. Tanner. Bad Let's news Tanner. bears. Uh, yeah, here it is. The shortstop Tanner Boyle. <laughs> Sorry. Stick it up your ass, coach. <laughs> I think I disqualified myself as a 1983 nerd. <laughs> Carl, I went to Montclair High School from 83 to 87, so we, we kind of missed each other. Right, absolutely, because I went to Heightstown after that, and I got That's to right. really know you after high school. Right, I had just graduated high school and we had a mutual friend that we were working on fish burgers. Right. 
There he is, Tanner. Up to your ass, nerd. So, so far, we have two movie references. The guy was reading a John Luke Goddard book. Mm-hmm. We found his movie, of course, here. And then uh, there's a movie Wait. professor, Jerry Lewis. Wait, hold on. That's Tanner? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That looks more like the, the, more like the, the, the nerd that, was the, uh, that wouldn't play that was the uh, scorekeeper. I guess he was super young. Uh, let's see here. That was 78. And this is 83. Right. No, even, yeah. even earlier, it was 76 and 77. And, yeah, this is uh, 83. You know, he's from Oradell, New Jersey. Mike, you know that's in Bergen County, kind of close to Montclair. Yeah, right. I so was this part of the too. actual after-school specials? Yes. Because I remember all those, and this looks hella familiar. So they did at least a couple of them at your guys' high school. Yes. Now, the, what we're seeing right, right now is his invention, okay? He okay. invented uh-huh. he can talk to everybody's TV in the whole neighborhood. Okay. Plot point. Uh, I guess the government's coming after him. Oh, let me guess. Uh, I'm not going to even bother. See the fake computer? Uh-huh. On his TV screen. Right. They did a stop motion and said, look, it's a fancy computer. Looks like it's drawn with magic marker. I just found my... When I... I'm sorry, go ahead. This is a funny oh, no, no, bit, no, no, no. and it's... Th- this director's weird. You see the basketball? Yeah. They're going to throw it up, and it's never going to come down. Looks like it's air. Looks like it's Nerf or something. <laughs> Doesn't even look real. Uh, oh, it's a Spalding. It's just a bad print, really. Okay. Is this our town? Yes. This is Montclair. Wow, it's crazy. I Look, forget that you see, like it bounces off, and it never comes back. Hmm. And they ignore That's it. That's a joke. Yeah, you made a joke. Oh, that's just funny when you're 22. Now he's fawning over his love who he can't have. Now, Mike, you remember in the library, you see that balcony? Yeah. I thought that was so cool. cool. It also was around the gym. Uh, This is our library, our high school library? Yes, that's right. You know what I remember about our high school library is that they had the lock horns on it because the cartoonist is from Montclair. So, uh-huh. so they they had to listen to the lock horns and it's like you had some white beater <laughs> in high school. You know what I remember most about Montclair Library uh, was shh as the big rule. <laughs> Well, I heard, like, I was, uh, oh, that reminds me of a joke. This paranoid guy walks into the library. He goes, where am I? And the woman says, it's the library. Goes, How do I know? How do I know this is the library? And she says, shh. <laughs> oh, prove it. That's now it. we're getting a funny, like, awkward preteen thing. I mean, they're, now, oh, introduce bully. <laughs> Look at that cutie. This is our heavy guys. Really? He looks like a Charlie's Angel with that hair. Oh, look at this. These are the tough kids I hang out with. So one thing I'm really going to miss, now that you guys have stepped up in your way, uh, or your guys' way of communicating um, um, for the show, I'm going to miss, all right, uh, Mike, where are you at? Tell me when you're at 17 minutes and 51 <laughs> seconds. That's what I'm going to miss now. You guys are actually going to be watching the movie together. No, isn't this sweet? This is Sidney Poitier. This is his first role ever. No, it's not. What? 1983? You're smoking What? <clears throat> I think okay. we're getting bullying. What we're do- I just have to 
for the plot, I've got to say, we're starting to get to like a point in which he's going to be humiliated and he's going to, you know, plot his Man. revenge. It's so crazy that the bully has like a full on leather jacket like that. Right. Well, it's after school special. It's TV and it's like uh, hit the point over the head, gilding the lily, as you call it. It's too much. Yeah. Well, no, it's like a sketch comedy. You want to get everything out of the way. So there's a doctor. He dresses as a doctor. There's a nurse. Yeah. He dresses as a nurse. And then once you get on stage, everyone knows what the, the premise yep. is. So Look at him. You could tell he was – you could tell he, Sydney was going to go on to something great, you know? Now it's, oh, make, yeah. it's making that squeaky noise, right? He's just such a nerd. I almost wish I didn't know. I wish I didn't know what the second movie was because I keep waiting for him to turn gay. <laughs> well, he is totally in love with that girl. Uh, now look, the chalk goes in the fish tank. Ha ha. Weird. Now check out this joke. He undoes his sleeve and then puts the other yeah. sleeve in. That's hysterical. That's like they finally threw a basketball in the air and never came down. Now look, he's gonna he's gonna chalk with the fish. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. You killed our class fish, goldfish, you fucking bastard. Now look at this this struggling scene. It's a real fish. Right? They harmed animals. DVS. Don't eat it. That's what I learned. That was my take. Uh, oh, absolutely. I'll be back. Be I'm telling you, the tiger, you should take some breakfast. Call back to the water fountain that squirted him. Uh, the old trophy board. The guy, who wrote this would, the guy who wrote this would go on to write on the Larry Sanders show. Yeah. But that's not his huge claim to fame. He was – he wrote the – he mm, – I think I made a mistake here. Now I'm talking about the director. He would go on to direct Larry Sanders' show. That's where I recognize his name, but I see the same – I think he did – did he do that marriage movie with Mandy Moore and Robin Williams? I don't think so. He did like um, – he said, she said, that kind of – that's similar. Oh, okay, that's but your side. Name, now this is Montclair, this is not Montclair High. This is the YMCA in pa Montclair at Park Avenue. Yeah, right on. Yeah, and you can see people living in there from here. The reason a, is <laughs> <laughs> he's right though. There, there were many borders. Um, the reason is you what see you the 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 balcony he's on. Yeah. The director's oh, the location. Uh, there was a the YMCA had residents, and next door to the YMCA was a parking garage, like a three level, three story parking garage. Right. So you could park your car, get out of the car, look straight ahead to the window of the Y, and see someone living in the room. Right. <laughs> That's right. It would be like these shirtless men, just like in their little room. It was amazing. Okay, now I have to interrupt because I've got to just point out plot point here. The bad boys, the bullies, have faked a letter from the crush with perfume on it saying, I like you and please meet me. You know, they're going to humiliate him. I love it the way you write with a fish on the chalkboard. You know, that's <laughs> <laughs> You got to spray it with perfume. That's, that's oh, totally. Okay, so that's the guy that's in the second film. Okay. Right. I'm good. I'm glad you got that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I got it. He's uh, perfumed up. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I'm so progressive living on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. That was I a Jersey admit, like, joke if I ever heard one. Yeah. He, sn he sniffed out the envelope. I can serve. The locker's like, is your name nerd? Yeah, it is. You've been served. You've been served. I always like how Hollywood does that. 
Hey, are you Keith Knight, the cartoonist? Why, well, yes, I am. I would like your signature because you got served. <laughs> what? I remember that happened in a dance-off movie, and they misunderstood. And they said, you've been served. <laughs> and they kicked on the music said, oh, yeah? Check this out. What do I go You've been served. Oh, it's on. It's on. Wait, is he wearing a member's knot only jacket? <laughs> a member's knot. Yeah. Not a member jacket? No, that was way too hip for a member's <laughs> only jacket. That had two colors, dude. So look, this is why oh, we oh. wanted to go on his date. Whoa! Hilarity! Look how Montclair this house <laughs> is, you know? I love how busy things in the 80s were. Right, the clothing, the shit everywhere. And it was loud, like the colors were loud. Yeah. Even my advice in white was loud. The 80s was loud. The 80s were not the 70s. Now, did you oh, see that? That's that. Right. Doc Ock, I think it was. Yeah, or the moment from Fantastic Four. It's probably Doc Ock. I thought it was Fantastic Four, too, because it really looked like Kirby. It was definitely a Marvel cartoon, and I don't know. The guy had glasses. It could have been Kirby. And Kirby wouldn't it's have so done funny. Spider-Man. Yeah, you're right. That, that's Steve Deacon. Right. We know, we know what we're talking about. We're not nerds. And John Romita, was that his name? John yeah, Romita. senior and junior. His, his son became a prolific guy. Uh, Illustrator as well, John Romita. Mm -hmm. John Rom. I, 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 gosh, there were other artists oh. too, but those guys were the golden age. Look at his stupid hat. He's such a dummy. Hello, my baby. Look at that Montclair snow. Is this um, Anderson Park? Oh yeah. Well, we'll, I think that's the park I'm thinking of, the one that has a little island in the park where you has a gate and you have to climb. That's the gate Edgemont. Yeah, that's Man, that water fountains back. That should have got like third billing in this. <laughs> the water fountain also goes for Larry Sanders. Yeah. Mike, you remember that uh, Edgemont Park was off a valley, right? Yeah. And there was like well, they a little lake. Okay, and now we'll have like our humiliating, embarrassing moment because she won't know what he's there for, what he's doing. He's kind of preppy. That nerd's a prep. But why would he put on that hat? Oh, come on, man. Your hormones probably just say, put that on. What a bad look he it is, is how he's... flat it makes your ha head flat. Like you had an accident. <laughs> I can't believe we're, we're killing time talking about 15-year-old's looks. <laughs> uh, this actress, her name's Sarah Ingalls. She was in Firstborn, 1984, Orphan Train, Smooth Talk, 85. I don't know. And then she no, man, Orphan Train. <laughs> you're, you're rattling off the titles like you do know. Wow. Those are some I, titles. I, heard, I never heard of Smooth Talk, right? No, no. I heard an orphan train. It was so bad, people called it orphan train wreck. Followed <laughs> up by orphan dumpster fire. Okay, now, he's <laughs> embarrassed, and the bullies are loving it. Here come the bullies to humiliate him, and this will be the incident that makes him fuck him up. What's with the card player? Is he going to grip him? Well, like, later there'll be a scene where they can't believe it, and he'll do that, and the cards will all spill out because he's so shocked. So that's what they're setting us up for. That kid in okay. the middle back looks familiar. That guy. His name is Dennis, and he's Brian Lima, and the only thing interesting is he was also in a movie this other Sarah Ingalls would go on to be in, Firstborn. So. Okay. There's nobody really too exciting here. There, except Bad News I'm, Bears, I'm, dude. 
Oh, yeah, here's that library again. Yeah, he got, he got a trailer on this one, I bet. Mike, don't you remember the balcony? You could go upstairs. I remember I went in there and uh, this Russian guy was going to kill me. Because uh-huh. I kept saying, listen, the contract doesn't start in 10 minutes. He's like, it's okay, Mr. Wick. You'll be dead by then. <laughs> Mr. Wick? Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. That's done with two. Uh, done with three. Excuse me. Tower balance. Now we're getting the, like, my life is over. You'll be okay. I love the shot. Thank God the camera was lying on the shelf when they got that. <laughs> what a good Just roll it. <laughs> Don't you want to set up oh, this? This is the spy cam to look up little kids' you know, skirts or something. <laughs> What's going on? Is he dressed for Jim? Oh, the my library? gosh. That's a real... That I'm waiting for all those shelves to go dominoing down. He took off the embarrassing outfit he was wearing. He was so humiliated. Now he's going, look at this Montclair window. Yeah, that's probably a Montclair window. We should say Montclair, New Jersey. <laughs> Carl, name me a movie that Montclair was in. Uh, Susan Sarandon, <laughs> The Witness. Okay. Uh, Harrison Ford and Brad Pitt in that movie where he's Irish and comes over. He's in the IRA. Seven. That even Watch on Plaza's in the film. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch that movie. I was gonna okay. say The Guilt Trip. Seth Rogen's mom lives in Montclair. Oh, cool. Okay. Um. Now. Uh, his TV will be interrupted by a strange alien. Huh. Oh. Hello, I am nerd. I mean, alien. Right. Let me see if I can. I am not. <laughs> My message is urgent. <laughs> It's the nerd. What the fuck costume? Good thing he had that costume lying around. I am a robot. (laughs) You're a robot? Yes. Are those his blood tubes? This is his vacuum. After school special, we'll be back after this. We're back. Now back to after school special. How many guys, how many after-school specials you had to watch in school? Like when the teacher said, okay, we have a very special... Uh, yeah, watch I remember them. that. Uh, when they were, like, yeah. really important, like drug ones or alcohol yeah. ones. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they would be 45 minutes, so it was perfect for the class. And the teacher got to whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the guy who wrote this... Wait, go ahead, Mike. It's Montclair. It's more important. Okay, so we we were in a class, and uh, I, we were in health class, and the gym teacher was pregnant, and we had a troublemaker. I won't mention his name, but he's a great guy. And she said, Please, uh, we want you to watch uh, Little House on the Prairie. There's this very special drug episode on mm-hmm. Little House on the Prairie. He walks out, and this guy says, God, he's fucking huge, right? Or something of the sort. And she goes running, and she goes, so and so, what did you say? And he says, Drugs on Little House on the Prairie? And she goes, yeah, right? <laughs> Completely oblivious of her pregnancy. Yeah, I, I, I missed that episode of Little House on the Prairie when they, they found that meth lab. <laughs> <laughs> little Trap House on the Prairie? Yeah, Little Crack House on the Prairie. <laughs> okay. Okay, now he's going to call up all the bullies and the girl who he now thinks is mean, even though he still loves her. And fool them all that they're going to be the ambassadors who will bring aliens to Earth. He was just watching. Man, he had a TV in his room. Look what they're watching. Skateboarding in the 80s, Westerns in the 80s. Holy shit, you know what? I'm throwing away that same TV. Right now, <laughs> don't laugh. I'm gonna send you a picture of a picture of it. Holy shit, it looks like it. It's a Sony Trinitron. I post that on LWAFLMOYT. I will. 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, add us. Add us on Twitter at LWAL. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Check out our YouTube channel, LWAML. Yeah, if you if you can tell me what those pages are, I'll put it there. <laughs> but on Facebook, we're Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. Yeah. Laugh Lamont. Laugh Lamont. Just, just, just do it right. Let's get it right. Okay, now even Crush Girl is getting fooled that she isn't going to be an ambassador. You are the baba. Bullshit, that actually looks pretty good, though. <laughs> Those cue cards, man. That's really well done. Give us Did he grow up and become a <laughs> oh, A funny joke. It was upside oh. down. This is like obviously from the minds of screenwriters and television people, and then say like fourteen-year-old kids from high school. I also have that big, huge VHS camcorder, like they got, man. Well, my still... is kind of an absolute part. Oh, All right, there's... back to the TV. Yeah, there's this funny joke. I married a UFO. Yeah. See, that's the mom, and in the future, the the television will break in, and it's like I want to speak, you know, and and he call, you know, she acts like it's the telephone. She goes, Louise, TV for you. <laughs> it's funny. You have you have your little finger hovering over that mute button. You do. Yeah, because every now and again, okay. Listen to the music. I can't hear it. Oh, you can't? Yeah. Okay. Don't you want to be famous, Louise? Like history. History. Oh, look at Sydney, man. He looks he looks good in his youth. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, where's class B taking It looks more like Ben Vereen and 10 Speed and Brown Shoe. Oh, yeah, with Jeff Goldblum. People said I look like Brown Shoe. Yeah. Now they're like, do you believe in alien life? Yes, I do. I'm going to prove it. I have scientific proof. Oh, I guess e- e- aliens were popular back in 1983, right? Because that's the E.T. the extraterrestrial. Yes. I know what's going on. Blah 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 blah. Look at my card trick setting me up for the when I drop them. Oh, he's at least he doesn't have a fucking toothpick. This director loves the library. Banana peel. Yeah. And- that comedy was between the, the right. levels. Never see it. <laughs> right. His evil plot. Here comes another one. Oh, that 80s man. Where is our alien? I've been watching Sister Mary for 40 minutes and the alien hasn't cut in. <laughs> Do your card thing, dude. <laughs> oh, here we go. This special report. Can you hear my audio? I can hear you. Can you hear me, Carlos? I can hear you talking, but not your uh, audio. Not, not the. There we go. Not the audio from the movie. Here, let me. I'll talk to you guys. Turn on the TV set. I'm going to interfere. I okay. can't. This is a federal crime, by the way. To uh, broadcast on on national on uh, the frequencies that you don't own. Yeah, you're right. Actually, that this is a this is a serious crime. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do they do would. Do 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 do. It's like in war games, right? They'd come to your door. Yeah, right. And then we're talking about the '80s FBI, man. Ma'am, we're That's here good. for John, Johnny Johnston. My Johnny. You should be friendly to nerds. Alien out. 
<laughs> also, 30 Rock, Liz Lemon lived, grew up in Montclair, New Jersey, and her, his, her mom dated Buzz Aldrin, who played himself. Ah. Montclair Second Man. Buzz Aldrin. You know, they changed the name of Mount Hebron, right, to Buzz Aldrin. Oh, you know what? Uh, the middle school, I went to Mount Hebron. Right, okay, I think it's named, name. yeah. Well, I mean, that's the buzz. Now, what was the, it was two middle schools, Glenfield, and they were yeah. doing construction in the 80s when I was going, and we had to go to like a, a, a closed elementary school for Oh, I'm year. sorry, I have to interrupt you, Mike, I'm sorry. This woman who's the teacher, right, um, she is um, uh, going to be in our next one, too. She was in Wall Street. Yeah. Oh, really? She'll be in the next uh, film as the mom. Now, right now, the bad guys are saying, we want to borrow equipment, you know, and we want to set up TVs in front of the student council and have uh, something very important broadcast. She's talking, they're talking the teacher into it. Oh, that's cool. Get the teacher involved. Yeah. I'll do it on one condition, that I get to be in the next after-school special, what if I'm gay? <laughs> then I'll do it. Listen, I didn't want to sign up for some sci-fi bullshit. I want some real social issues. Right. But we're bullying. It's a social issue. Uh -uh. Yeah. We're not we're knocking on the nerves. When when I was in high school, that was a duty and an obligation to pick on this nerds. Yeah. Look, right. when I was in high school, look, there were a lot of nerds around, and we used to we used to tor torture them, you know. But today in high school, those kids aren't nerds. Today in high school, those kids are autistic. We didn't know. We didn't know we were torturing autistic kids. We didn't know we were sons of bitches. I think you knew. <laughs> Back then, an anti-bullying campaign was a personal journey of self-improvement. Yeah, you get better clothes, a haircut, lose a little weight. Maybe you get, you know, don't get picked on all the time. Maybe you get a girlfriend. <laughs> don't be such a nerd. So why is this battle of the bullies? Is it because the nerd is now a bully? No, see, that's the thing. Battle of the bullies was a wrongly titled. Yeah, because it's more of a revenge of a, of a nerd. Right. Those it it, it was appropriately titled. They just had to change it, but they messed up. Now, nerds were popular back then, pop culture-wise, right? <laughs> yeah, like well, were... Revenge of the Nerds was about to hit. Nerd was like geeky and computer savvy. Let's, let's break it down. You had the preppy, and you had the no. official preppy handbook. The jocks. You jocks, I guess. You nerds. Right. You the uh, airplane guy. One time Tom Kroll asked me, we're not this group, we're not the greasers, we're not the, you know, what? what's our group? And the truth is it was nerd. So he said... We're individuals. <laughs> that was what he called us. Individuals. <laughs> the truth is we were nerds. I mean, if I ever do a script on nerds, okay, now he's going to be pompous. What I don't get is that the school has two television sets in the auditorium as well as video cassettes. We would be lucky if we had a television set, period. <laughs> Uh, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Okay, guys. Now, you can hear my audio, yes or no? You can hear my uh, audio? No, I, I'm going to play the audio too when we talk. Yeah, you play your audio. Everybody's like, what, what's this? A movie? Now, look really what Nerd's good. doing. PlayStation 2. PlayStation 2, and nobody's watching. How would I know you, jerk? Don't call me. 
on my chest. I can't stand this music. I have to check Linus and the Woodstock Sparrow. Okay, now it won't be music. Go ahead and listen. Ooh. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Betamax enters. Oh. Something's going wrong with the... Oh! Yeah, we're not crazy. Now, some people are believing it. Others are doubting. Right. This reminds you of the alien fish burgers. Yes, Carl, you played an excellent alien, and then I jerked you off. Well, that was a tube coming out of my chest. You certainly did not jerk me off. But look, he reveals that it was all a hoax. He takes off the mask. Now look, drop the cards. No. That was our big setup. 52 pickup solitaire edition. So now he's like, don't be, you know, he's making, and look, the people love it. They're like, it's easy to fool suckers. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That'll Maybe teach those like bullies. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I am a genius. I broke every federal law out there. Okay, now the battle is on. And she's beating shit right there. That's right. She is humiliated. Hmm. I don't get the bullies were the ones who made that thing. She's hanging out with the bullies. Like she should have been like, "Fuck you for doing that in the first place." Well, when. When up, oh, look at Montclair High, man. It's so Montclair High. Remember that the semi-circle yeah. driveway, which is in the last episode of Sopranos, when uh, Soprano Junior picks up his high school girlfriend from Montclair cool. High. Cool. Up in that semi-circle. Now look, he did oh, yeah. Montclair Gazette. Yeah. Well, it's it's the school now. Unlike in the earlier scene when everyone was talking to his best friend, everyone's talking to him now. Yeah. He's popular. Hey, what's up? What's up, dude? Listen, you want to smoke some weed? Come to the step. Come over to, yeah, go to the amphitheater. Yeah, let me speak to that hey. for a minute. I think the director, who was great and did great locations, skipped two great locations. You know the the what is that the brook that flowed through the school? Yeah. He absolutely yeah. should have got that. You don't think the nerds were playing not playing Dungeons and Dragons in that? I heard so many stories about nerds going into that uh, river, following it, and getting lost. Like, really? Uh, my babysitter, our friends were telling me these stories. So they were bullshit. Yeah, I think so because you can't get lost. No, there's like a pipe. Maybe it's outside the high school, but you can get lost in it. I know that's I know not Glenn cool. Is, uh, that. Now it's like when you humiliated me. You know, you're. <laughs> I spit on I you. Humiliated you. Montclair House. Bad mouth here for the water. Mm -hmm. Bad mouth here for the water. The water fountain. Uh, look, this kid has his own shit, and it says Fantastic Four right there. Fantastic Four, it's like a poster. Oh, no, it's a comic book close to us, right? Yeah, right, right. So it's, and he must have been reading the moment. Maybe it was, like Jack Kirby's drawing, and I thought it was Doc Ock because of those glasses and boxy head. Yeah. Isn't it nice to see Marvel as, a, like, a petty commodity where, like, actual specials can use it without worry? Well, yeah, because it was just a, lo a little – that's all it was was a comic book. So it was like a magazine laying somewhere. Well, they had a the TV show in the 60s, I guess. In the 70s, they had, like, – Those morning cartoons were done so cheaply with such bad 
you know, the animation was cutouts, they were stills, you know, that um, it doesn't even deserve, like, it, they weren't even trying hard, you know? <laughs> also, I think the cartoon version of Fantastic Four had a robot as their fourth member, right? So it was like, it wasn't the, the original lineup. Maybe it was like a fifth wheel. I don't remember that. But I do remember, once I talked to you about, like, I, I miss those Marvel Saturday morning cartoons. I was just a little too young to catch it, you know? Look at her hair's on fire. Look what the director oh, what does, you know? Yeah, he's, he's not that subtle. She is burning. Burning up. My high school chemistry uh, lab did not look like this at all. Um, Although we did cut. Yeah, it should have. It's legit. Really? The high school had like flaming Bunsen burners and. Oh, well, and that you could just bring in. But yeah, I remember there were gas uh, uh, faucets, you know? Yeah. Now, this writer would go on to write Trumbo, that film with uh, Brian Cranston. Sure, about the blacklisted uh, writer. Exactly. And he, he was a staff writer for Disney, Warner Brothers, Paramount, Fox TV's series. But he, Lois and Clark, he was a writer and producer. And he, okay. 20 years old, John McNamara, and a junior at New York University, has won national playwriting contest, and his first screenplay, Revenge of the Nerd, will broadcast on CBS Afternoon Playhouse. Oh, the old Afternoon Playhouse. Yeah. Tuesday at 4.30. You know, I guess Netflix carries the torch of, like, young adult television shows, like that show where the kid kills himself. It's really good television for kids. Mm -hmm. Or the one where the guy gets you, or the girl gets harassed by a guy. Right, and there was the one where the midget gets herpes. <laughs> yeah. That is such a Montclair house. Look at it. Yeah, it's multi-stores. He's up in the attic. That's his ha his room. Yeah, he's got it to himself. Sweet. Okay, see, look, the flip, turn on the sound because the phone, the TV will ring and she'll act like it's the phone. Good evening, television for you again. If you're there, I promise this is the last time I'll ever be on your TV stick. Hey, wait a minute. That's what's been tried on. Yeah, you did a dick pic already. Yeah, right. The crotch shot. Yeah. In 83, they were called crotch shots. So go ahead, leave the sound up. We won't get sued. He's like saying he's sorry. I can't seem to see Is he going to bring up Doc Severson? I get all tongue tied. Sometimes when I'm around him, I couldn't get a noun and a verb together to save my life. Anyway. I like you. Start over. Yeah. Here. Her name's no Sarah Ingram. No more singing. This yes, you want to do. Laura. <laughs> right. Laura Ingram's daughter, sister. There you go. Who's just lying in the background? The blind guy? What was in the background? Oh, because of Braille? Yeah, because of Braille. I thought it was Larry, Larry King's show. Next up, Tom Arnold. Tom. <laughs> now, come on, be genuine. You're a funny guy. You're a funny guy. <laughs> okay, she's touched. She's touched. Yeah. All she could do was listen. She couldn't. She she couldn't you yeah. know, shut him down. So he Ooh, touched her. Heart. Yeah. And now we're signing off. Nerd is signing off. This telegraph. Oh. Here's the American flag. Look, he's got a phone in his room. What the fuck? <laughs> he's a rich Montclair. It's Upper Montclair. Upper Montclair. Oh, there he is. We're done. That's right. We uh, hope you learned a lesson. Carl, what do you think of this movie? I 
You thought it was cute. I enjoyed it. But mostly it was the nostalgia of like seeing the front of Montclair, being inside the YMCA. It was, it took me to familiar places. The next one will yeah. run away with that movie theater. You'll see. Okay, cool. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is a double feature. We were only watching uh, very short uh, movies today, but they both were shot in our high school when we went to attend in Montclair High in New Jersey in the 80s. So we thought we would make you guys suffer our nostalgia. Uh, yeah. So we are going to uh, – why don't I take the opportunity? Carl, before we start the second movie, can I would love to talk about our YouTube page, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Carl, you posted a couple of movies. Do you want to talk about those movies, and I'll go ahead and, and get uh, everyone ready? Okay. I need to look up what they are. I'm on our channel. I'm, I'm going. Sure. What's that? So it's America 3000. Right. Love yeah. Hasn't even aired in so long. Here we go. When, uh, when the episode for America 3000 uh uh, dropped on our podcast. It sounded absolutely abysmal. Yeah. And uh, this is a clean copy. Mm-hmm. And also Elvis Presley, in which you, we did the switcheroo, and you did the excellent yeah. research. Well, thank you. Well, I enjoyed that movie. It was not a shitty Elvis movie. It was the right. second film. So. Yeah. And also, we saw Whoopi Goldberg with Paul and Mistress Christine, um, and that was Burglar. And it was with the um, the guy from uh, Police Academy movies, and it was fun. Yeah, yeah I like a lot. I love that movie. Yeah, that's a San Francisco film, and it's just fun. It's one a really good Whoopi movie, and uh, yeah, and Bobcats in it. It's it's terrific, and. John Goodman. It's, it's, a, it's a really good movie. So we had nothing bad to say about that. And then you just recently posted Little Miss Marker. Right. And that one was with Walter Matthau, our second Walter Matthau in a row that particular uh, month. Uh, Little Miss Marker, a remake of a Shirley Temple film. And it was fun. They <laughs> underused Brian Dennehy, let's face it. Yeah, right. He did have nothing to do except Grimace and wear a suit. All right. right. Well, that's uh, so check out we these episodes. You know, we encourage you to watch the movie and listen to the podcast. Carl takes the time to sync both of them together and post it on YouTube, so you can spend some time. Hey, gentlemen, we're going to do the second movie, and this this is a LWAF on them first. We actually have talent that was in this movie. Yeah. The first time we get anybody associated with our movies. To come and talk about it, uh, will you please welcome Adam Spiegelman? Adam, oh, thank you very much. Hey, mm -hmm. how are you guys? Yeah, yeah, you're lucky. I'm here. You're welcome. Of course, and Paul is here, the Countdown King. Uh, and of course, as I mentioned, Adam is my brother and inspiration for this podcast. Uh, Adam has a terrific podcast called Proudly Defense, which is not only a cult movie podcast where they talk about film, they interview a lot of people. And uh, we were just talking about one of my favorite interviews on your show, which Shadow Stevens, star and director of Trap, the star. Sorry, not the director, yeah. He outs the director for being a total alcoholic. Like, why is this movie a mess? He goes, oh, the alcoholic, the director's an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, it's a very interesting I definitely would recommend it. He, 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 he uh, no stone has been unturned for that. Is that your favorite interview on your show? What is your favorite interview? Uh, he was amazing. Uh, I also got to talk to Lloyd Kaufman, who was pretty open and great. And I talked to most of the cast of the uh, of the room. So there, very nice. Chris R was amazing. Um, Tommy Wiseau was insane. Um, yeah, all that was yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. And then Alan Sachs made a movie called Dubidio, which is like this weirdo L.A. punk scene movie. And that was fun to find him and talk to him. That took three years to find that guy. Wow. Yeah, he's a that's a great interview. Go to proudlyresents.com and click around the archive and uh, spend some time. Enjoy the show. So, Adam, it's a pleasure to have you here. Paul yes. Blumbaugh, it's a pleasure to have you back. Uh, we, Carl, what is our movie we're watching right now? Okay, so now go to your YouTube search engine and put in What If I'm Gay, 1987. What If I'm Gay, 1987. And the uh, channel we like is... 
Say la video. The French C apostrophe E S T. Say la video. Say la video. I'm ready to say it. And I love the gay panic in the pro gay movie back in the 80s. Everything was pro gay panic. What if I'm gay? And then what was the French part? What if I'm gay French? Um, the channel. Oh, say, I got it. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, I mean, another one says, "Am yeah. I gay?" And there's two guys standing next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hold my finger. I'll let you know. There's a weird. <laughs> is there a test? I don't know. We want you to click the link. What if I'm gay? The same a video, and then hit pause immediately, and move the slider back to zero zero zero, and we'll have Paul do the counting. And when Paul says go, we will all click. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here's the countdown king himself, the master of descending numerals, Mr. Paul Brumbaugh. All right, guys, here we go. You know the drill, and if you don't, learn it quick. What if I'm gay? 1987. Put that finger right over that hovering triangle, and let's do this thing in three, two, one, go. A lot of hovering triangles in this movie. Yes. What if I'm gay? Uh, oh, you yeah. can share screens with uh, with um, Zoom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the 21st Century. For Ed Marinara. From Hill Street Blues. That's right. From Hill Street Blues. So this this movie was shot in uh, our high school when I was there. I was a junior, maybe or sophomore, and um, so we got to I got to watch them shoot it. That's our movie theater. The Bellevue, the Bellevue Movie Theater. Watch this, Carl. Watch this. It's magic. They're uptown. They're in Upper Montclair at the Bellevue Movie Theater. They're walking down the street like normal teens. Yes. And now, look, they're out in the alleyway. They're going to churn in the alleyway. Jarrelly Browns. Yeah, very nice. Now, look, they're downtown. What? What? What that happened? They're four miles away. (laughs) How did they get all the way across town in one alleyway? This is a magic film? Yeah, apparently. And the... Of course, the Jewish guy's wearing a sports coat, but uh, who's he? Oh, 90120. Is it? Oh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She's, and by the way, she's 45 in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> she had so much work done. Yeah, yeah. She looks great. So I don't have any volume. No, uh, we don't put up the volume until key parts. Oh, I see. Okay, so what we just saw is that uh, the Jewish one in the sports jacket, a girl likes him, and he's not liking the girl back. Huh. Um, what if he's gay? And what if that guy is not the Nazi Thomas Howell and the not Eddie and the Cruisers, the other guy? <laughs> <laughs> Eddie and the oh. Cruisers. Is that a real oh, thing? Oh, here we go. Now they're at a pizzeria that I don't recognize. Yeah, I don't recognize it either. Uh, it doesn't mean it's for Oh, uh, look at this guy. I hope there's no shellfish. <laughs> it's the worst. Uh, Can I get pizza? Is there any unleavened pizza? Hmm, is that time of month? Speaking of unleavened, look at yeah, look at that hair. I used to get so turned on by that kind of Oh, hair. especially in New Jersey, yeah. Yup. I was like, she takes care of herself. <laughs> look at the woman in the background. She's got great jersey hair. By the way, her name is Vicky in the show, and she grew up in Mawa, New Jersey. Oh, no shit. Yeah, she was in Ryan's Hope for a bunch of years. Oh, really? A local girl. Uh-huh. It's more like Mystic, mystic Breadsticks. Bread I wish I could talk. Joke would have been funny. Sorry, Paul. I'll let you down. <laughs> and right now she's right. in San funny Francisco. The first time, Adam. <laughs> wow. And they, you guys vote it. Who would wear rugby shirts now? I would. They're still in style. Anyone else? Oh, oh, don't make me pull it out of the closet behind me. What about buttering the top button? Does that mean him? Does that make me gay? Like everyone else? Yeah. Ironically, the other guys look like modern.